Hi everyone, I'm Matt Runge, and welcome to Building Astropad. Well, welcome everybody. I hope you're doing well and getting ready for the holidays coming up. Hopefully taking some time off. I know we're going to be doing that at Astropad every year. We take a week off between Christmas and New Year. So really getting for looking forward to that. It's great to be able to have everybody take time off at the same time. It really does make a difference. There's no Slack or emails within the company to catch up on. So it's nice. It's really nice and it's really become a tradition for us. So looking forward to that. So hopefully, hopefully you're taking some time off as well. But on this episode, I want to talk about how we come up with product ideas. That was a question that was recently asked to me. And so, yeah, let's dive into it. How have we come up with our product ideas over the year? And how do you come up with product ideas? Maybe you want to build a product. You want to build something new and you're like, I can't come up with any great ideas. How do you come up with ideas? Well, let's get into that. So the number one way we have come up with product ideas consistently is from our customers. 100%. Our customers are an absolute fountain of ideas. There is so much gold in our support emails. It's pretty incredible how much we've we've gotten from that over the years. And for that reason, hearing about what's going on in, in our customer support inbox has always been a really, really important thing for us. And a great, great sign of this is when a customer is using a really crazy workaround. They're using some feature, some tool, something that you've put out there, and they're really pushing it to the max, and they're, and they're using workarounds that you, you yourself think are perhaps unreasonable. That is a really good sign because that means that they really want whatever it is that it is that they're building a workaround for that this is a serious pain because they're willing to work with an insane workaround. And for us, a good example of that would be with Luna Display and how Luna Display came about. And so for those that don't know, Luna Display is our hardware product that turns an iPad or another Mac into, into a display. And this came about because we had AstroPad out there. People were using AstroPad Studio and they were using it as a drawing tablet. But the thing with AstroPad on its own is it only mirrors your computer display. It doesn't provide a second display. And many of our customers wanted that. They didn't want just a mirroring experience. They wanted a second display. And so some of our very clever customers had figured out a way to use HDMI dongles that they'd purchased off Amazon, along with some third-party software. I don't even remember the name of it, some different utilities. And using that, they could create essentially like a virtualized display that they could then pair AstroPad to. Now, at the time, we didn't even know that was possible. And this was totally insane. These setups were super complicated to do. I honestly couldn't believe people were jumping through all these steps to get it. But to me, that said, they really, really, really want extended display support with AstroPad. And so that's what created Luna Display. Is we're really like, wow, if, if people are going through this many hurdles, let's make it a much easier process. Like what if we had our own hardware you could plug in? What if the software automatically recognized it and configured it for you? Like how can we turn this into a really smooth process? And so that's how, that's how Luna Display came to be. Another thing coming out of Luna Display is as you figure out new technologies or capabilities, that's another great way to come up with product ideas. 
So for us, that really relies on two things. It really, for us, it relies on our in-house liquid tech that we've built over many, many years that does really low latency, high quality streaming when you do over Wi-Fi or cable. So that allows us to build things. So we think about what can we build with this technology. The other thing that Luna enabled is it got us into the hardware business. It got us into building hardware products and that opened up all sorts of new ideas. It's pretty cool when you start from a world of only being able to do software and then all of a sudden you can do hardware too. That opens up all sorts of new ideas on what you can build. So previously, you know, we were limited and now mm, we see a hardware thing that's cool and we're like, yeah, you know, I think we could, we could build that. And it's really fun to have that. Now, you don't have to go as far as dabbling into hardware. Maybe there's some new tech, some new stuff out there, right? I know like like blockchain stuff is super hot right now. Love it or hate it. There's definitely something interesting going on there. Definitely something interesting going on with NFTs as well, for especially for the art community, right? What That's a new space, a new technology opening up. What what can you build there, right? That would be a good spot, good spot to check out. And you can use your experiments with that technology, right? Like start experimenting with something new and you're going to generate, you're going to generate ideas just by playing around with some, some new tech. It's hard not to. It reminds me of also when new different web frameworks and new other tools come out, right? It's great to play with that stuff and see, see what's possible. So if you're listening to this so far, you might be like, well, that's great. These are, these are great suggestions for you because you have some technology or you have existing customer base, but that doesn't help me. I'm trying to build something totally from scratch, a new business. I don't have any customers. How do I come up with an idea? And yeah, that's a, that's a very valid point. And we had the same problem in the beginning. And what worked for us was listening to our own pain points and finding what, what frustrated us and what tools had we used that were super uh, kind of sucked and frustrated us? For us, that was Wacom tablets. Both my co-founder Giovanni and I had, had used Wacom tablets and been quite frustrated with them. We had tried to draw an experiment on the computer with things like Photoshop, and we just found the whole experience underwhelming. You had to buy these pretty expensive drawing tablets. They didn't have a screen on them. It's frustrating, hard to draw. I mean, it's hard to draw in the first place. It's even harder to draw when you can't look at your hand as you're drawing. So we had had that experience and we had had that pain point. And it was helpful because we were going to, we had been users of this product. So when the idea came around, which came, was inspired actually by a ad for the Microsoft Surface for AstroPad. So we saw this, well, Giovanni actually was out on a run and he saw this ad for the Microsoft Surface. And when he came back, he was talking about that and talking about how cool that was to be able to draw right on the display on a Microsoft Surface right into Photoshop. And how cool would that be? Like if you could do that on the Mac, like what, you know, could you do that with an iPad? And both of us immediately connected with the idea because we had actually lived that pain point. We had tried to use the competing products. We've been really frustrated with it. We understood what users were looking for in this space. And so we, in the beginning, were really building a tool for ourselves, a tool that we could use to draw on the computer. That being said, I'm absolutely amateur at best, but I'd still, it, it didn't matter. I'd played around with these, these tools. And as we got further along, we got feedback from more professional artists, illustrators, and photographers that, that helped inform it. But in the early days, it was really informed by our own desire for this product. And that made it much easier to build. The other thing I want to say from that 
is don't try too hard. Don't force yourself into a brainstorming meeting or hold yourself up in a office and try to come up with a bunch of ideas, right? Your best ideas are going to come while you're working on something else or when you're not thinking about it. Maybe while you're frustrated with the product, maybe you're taking a walk, going for a run, taking a hot shower. I've come up with many, many ideas in the shower. That's like my think tank. That's what I call it, my think tank. Great spot to come up with, but I'm not actively trying to come up with ideas. And that's also part of the point of my story with when Giovanni initially made the connection with our first product, Astropad. It was he was going on a run and he saw a Microsoft Surface ad, right? Like he wasn't sitting up in his apartment trying to force himself to come up with a good product idea. That generally doesn't work. You got to go about living your life and look for inspiration there. At least that's what's worked for us. So I hope that's helpful. And I hope that helps you get the creative juices flowing over this holiday season. So until next time, you take care. And as always, you can find me at mrungi on Twitter or send me an email, matt at astropad.com. Love to get your feedback. Have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.